Hello and welcome to the Meg Method podcast. My name is Meg Walker and I help people find a better connection to themselves through fitness, mindfulness and breath work. I've helped coach thousands of people over the years and the aim of this podcast is to help you to improve your mindset, empower you with actionable advice so you can take ownership over your health and to educate you on the many different aspects of health from fitness to behavioral change. If you want to work with me, you can learn more about my coaching at themegmethod.com. Thank you for listening and welcome to the podcast. You are just who we were missing. Hello and welcome to the Meg Method. For today's Meg Tour, I'm going to be giving you some more information on the mini cut that I have announced on my social media that I am doing. And if you are wondering what on earth is a mini cut or a cut, essentially in the fitness world, a cut means a fat loss phase. Usually a cut for people would last about 12 weeks or more. And so therefore a mini cut would be anywhere between four to eight weeks usually. And some people can approach that really aggressively. They might do four to eight weeks and go in really hard. That will not be the case for me. I really want to take a sustainable approach and a sustainable approach is one that I can actually keep up for a long time and not much about my life is going to be changing. And I really want this to be an opportunity to show people that you don't need to make big drastic changes to achieve your goals. Um, You can do things nice and slow and steady. And I actually find slow and steady is usually quicker because We can think, oh, I want to go in really hard and extreme, but actually extreme might get you there quicker, but extreme is really hard to keep up and do long term. So what often happens is that tends to be the longer route for people because they're constantly yo-yoing back and forth. They're taking extreme measures, can't keep it up. So then they regress and then they start again. So that's not how I want to do things. I I enjoy my life. I enjoy my food. I want to go out and still enjoy my summer. So I'm going to be trying to achieve this fat loss goal while also not interrupting my life too much. And I want to be able to show others that it is possible without doing anything drastic. So for me, This mini cut is not drastic. It's I'm going to be taking as sustainable approach as possible. I've also built up a fair bit of muscle this year as well. So it's really important to maintain that. And as we're talking about that, like another question I've had is why am I doing it? And I think a common misconception for people that uh, is that everybody who is on a fat loss journey or dieting are doing it because they are unhappy or they don't like their body, or reasons like that. And unfortunately, that can be a case for a lot of people, which makes me really sad. Um, But that's not the case for me, or certainly not this time around. The whole reason that I want to do this mini cut is because I want to perform, think, and feel better. So I'm not unhappy where I am, but I've got big performance goals this year. And I know from past experience that if I'm a little bit lighter, it's really going to help aid my performance. It's going to help me be a little bit quicker, a little bit more agile, help with injury prevention as well in terms of like my joints, um, pounding on the pavement or moving around with things. So yeah, for me, it's, I'd say 90% performance and then 10% aesthetics. I do want to look and feel a bit more confident in myself and there's nothing wrong with that and there's nothing wrong if someone's reasons is 100% aesthetics. 
is a difficult word. <laughs> so, and that's the whole point. I'm going to be sharing my journey with you because I'd asked on social media and actually got an overwhelming response of people that wanted to learn more about the fat loss phase and how to do that sustainably. And I want to share that information with people. Curiosity is one of my top values. And I love that people are curious about this and want to learn more. So I'm happy to provide more information and education around that and my own personal experience. But that's what's important to remember is my personal experience. I have a different lifestyle, different body and different energy needs to you. So for that reason, I won't be sharing my exact calorie or macro numbers with you just because it's not helpful. They won't necessarily be the same numbers for you. So I'm not going to share them. Um, But what I will share is my processes and systems that I set up around this. So the different ways, for example, that I can track or not track my food, the things that I do just to make life simpler when I'm doing a fat loss phase, and just share that information with you. What I will share is I'm going to share my scale numbers. I'm going to weigh myself every day. The reason I'm weighing myself every day is one, I'm lucky in that I don't have any ego attachment to the scales. I'm very much using that number. That's all it is, is a number as data. And the more times that I weigh myself, the more data I have and the more informed I am. Um, I think when we are fearful of things, it's often like an unknowing. We're scared of something. And actually, instead of avoiding it, for me, I find it helpful to have more information. So the more data I have, the more I can see the pattern that my weight loss follows. And I can already guarantee, and it's been quite fun on social media because we're a few days in and people are already so amazed by the difference in weight fluctuation. So I'm going to be sharing that data. I'm going to be giving a lot of information of why weight fluctuates because yes, part if you are consistently in a calorie deficit, which is the fat loss phase. So a calorie deficit is when you are consuming less calories than you are spending. And that's the only way to actually have fat loss, uh, which is what I'll be doing. But the scale weight is not always going to be fat and certainly not at the start as people are seeing. So I want to explain to you the other reasons, very common reasons, uh, often short-term reasons, why you will see such a fluctuation in the scales. Because it's often, if you see a big decrease or increase in the scales, and certainly at the start, it's likely not all fat. So I'm going to be sharing more information around that. And yeah, uh, we'll see how we go. I think my main things is that, um, like I said, it's performance mainly related for me. I want to Uh, And that's how I coach people. I always want people to be able to perform, think and feel better. That's really important to me. And I don't want to lose sight of that. So in terms of like how long exactly this is going to be, I'm predicting it'll probably do it for around eight weeks. But again, I'm just going to let my body be my guide. I'm really going to pay attention. So as long as I'm continuing to perform, think and feel better, I'm sure I'll carry on for a bit longer, but I'll, I'll let my body decide. And that's also really important in terms of my action. So I'm about 10 kilos heavier this time than I was last year after following my Ironman. Um, And that doesn't necessarily mean I was healthier then. Obviously, I was doing a lot of training for the Ironman at a time. I was on different nutrition. So it's completely expected that my weight has gone up. That was never going to be sustainable to do the volume that I was doing. 
And obviously I was training for a particular reason. So the weight is like, was of course going to go back up, but there's also been like health reasons where it's had to go up significantly as well. And that I might talk about more in the future. So for me, it's all about performing thinking and feeling better. And so I actually in part of that 10 kilos though, that I've gained has also been muscle. So that's really important to me. I want to keep as much muscle as I can. Again, when the scale drops, sometimes that can be a loss in muscle as well as fat. So for that, I'm going to be trying to keep my protein as high as possible. I'm a vegetarian. So um, I think actually it's not as difficult as people think, but I'll be sharing the process of what that's like to still have a high um, protein goal each day as a vegetarian. So I'll be sharing a bit more of that. I can also give some insight if you are a meat eater as well. I'm not (laughs) going to be like exclusive. With my content, I want to make it as inclusive as possible. And also um, going to be trying to make sure that I'm sleeping well. So that's going to help aid my recovery. That's going to also help um, my muscles continue to grow at this process. And yeah, I'm just going to be putting like goals in place just to test these things. And there's so many different ways that I can test it. Some people don't want to weigh at all. That's not a problem. There's so many other things that you can do that I could be teaching you in terms of like, How is your energy? How is your performance? You know, set myself goals, tracking them. How is my speed? Um, How are my clothes fitting? I'm going to take some body measurements. Some people take photos. I've taken some photos for myself. I won't be sharing them with anyone else, just like I don't with any of my clients, just because I think transformation photos just, they, they don't show all the other things that you've gained. So for me, I just take photos just for my own kind of measure and being able to see maybe things that I've not realized have changed um, because I want to have some body recomp with this as well. And yeah, so I will give more information as the journey unfolds. If you want to follow the journey, follow me on social media. So um, on Instagram and Facebook at The Meg Method, and I'll share as much as I can on that journey. And then hopefully in about four weeks time, I will check in again. And then I will check in again in another four weeks. We'll see if that is the end of the mini cut phase and where I'm at. If you have any questions, ask away. Um, So many people, like I said, have been curious and asking questions on social media. And I love how much people want to learn about this. So I'm really glad I'm doing it. You can also email me, meg at themegmethod.com or you can WhatsApp me through the website. Like I said, this is my personal journey. I am a personal trainer and a nutritionist. So although this isn't going to be easy for me, I still will feel hunger at times. I still have to put the effort in and take action and juggle that with work. Um, Will it be easier than most? Will it be simpler than most? Like absolutely. As a personal trainer and a nutritionist, I have a lot of information and experience already on my side that's going to help me. And I've done this myself a number of times. I've coached a lot of people through it. So that definitely helps me. I run my own business. So being able to be in charge of my own schedule in terms of fitting in workouts and also deciding when I'm going to eat, that makes things simpler and easier for me. And also I don't have a lot of big responsibilities at the moment in terms of being the head of a household, having small kids or sick relative. So that is a privilege for me. And that does make things a little simpler and easier. So please do not compare yourself to me. 
I'm not comparing myself to anyone else. But having said that, if you are interested on going on this journey yourself and you want a little bit of support in that and you've got some questions, please do ask away and I will be happy to uh, give you a few tips or just listen and see if I can help in any way get you started. And as I say, I put all of the information in the show notes for that. I think that is all the information that I can remember to share at the moment for the mini cut. If I've forgotten anything or anything you want to know, send it my way. Oh, I have remembered another question I got asked is what's my training like? So actually on this mini cut, not much about my life is changing. Like I said, I want it to be as sustainable as possible. So I'm not really eating too different than I was before. Like I, um, I think I had pizza the night before I started and I'm going out for pizza with the girls this week. That's life. You know, if I want to keep things up long term and, and that's the thing like people don't talk about a lot because it doesn't really sell. When you are in a fat loss phase, you are becoming smaller. Your energy requirements will change. You will require less energy. And there's some habits that you will have to keep up long term or for life if you want to keep that weight off. And maybe you don't. Your goals might change. So I want to be as sustainable as possible because these are habits that I may have to keep up for a long time. So I don't want to do anything drastic and I want to still be enjoying time with my friends. Again, it's about performing, thinking and feeling better. And if I'm doing something to do with fat loss that is really strict and I'm miserable, am I going to be performing, thinking and feeling better? No, and certainly not long term. And so yeah, I'm excited to show you um, hopefully what is possible in terms of that along this journey. And then in terms of training, I am currently strength training four times a week. Um, for the obvious of strength, but it's also for injury prevention, for the other exercises I'm doing. And it is also for my mental health as well. I um, Training for me is really helpful for my mind. I also do one long run a week. So that's usually around a 10k um, just at zone two. So I'm keeping my heart rate low, a nice, easy run. Um, and that's just to help me build that stamina. And both of those things are supporting me in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu BJJ, uh, which I've started recently. Now, I'm only a white belt, <laughs> so um, it's definitely nothing drastic. It's mainly just for the skill at the moment. I'm really enjoying learning the skill. So it's a little bit of a workout, but not a huge workout. So more of my energy is spent definitely in the strength training and the most definitely the 10K run and the BJJ is more of a skill. But the strength and the cardio is definitely helping improve my BJJ performance. Now, for a lot of people, uh, my activity might seem quite high. So again, like, do you have to be doing full strength trainings, a cardio and BJJ every week? No, absolutely not. Again, pick what is good for you and what fits in with your lifestyle. Even doing two to three training sessions a week would be beneficial. And actually, when you think about it, a lot of workouts, let's say they're between 30 to 60 minutes. That is not a big percentage of your overall day. I think we put far too much emphasis on... um, like exercise is really important. Don't get me wrong. Definitely exercise. But I think we think we spend a lot more calories than we do. Whereas actually one of the most beneficial things for me that I do is that I'm a huge walker. I love walking. So my 
steps are regularly over 10,000 steps a day. Now, again, that might not be possible for everyone. I always try and encourage if you can, somewhere between seven to 10,000 and will be really helpful for you. And it'll certainly help on that energy expenditure on a fat loss journey. But some people have like desk jobs and not in a safe area where they can walk a lot. So there's lots of different reasons. So just try and aim to do a little bit better than you were before. Even if you could do a thousand more than you're currently doing, that's going to be really helpful. So yeah, there we go. I am definitely going this time. If you have any questions, if you want some help working out uh, what your journey might look like, please do send them my way. But for now, big love, peace out, and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Meg Method podcast. If you want to learn more about my coaching and access some free coaching resources, please visit my website, themegmethod.com or send me a message at themegmethod on Instagram. I would love to learn to know you. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, I would be so grateful if you could please share the love forward. You can show your support in three simple ways. You could please subscribe by clicking the follow button on your favorite podcast platform or YouTube. You could send details of my coaching to a loved one or you could share this episode with others by tagging me in your social media stories at The Meg Method. Just see the show notes for more details. And if you're feeling extra kind, it would make my day if you could please leave a review. Thank you to my legendary podcast team, Brooklyn Fraser and Alicia Navarro. Your hard work and expertise is always appreciated. Thank you again for listening. Have an excellent day. Try your best. Be kind. Big love.